Welcome to another Logical Light. Now, Logical is still the UAE's first legal podcast. I say that every time, but it's still true. Logical Light is the short-form version, really. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based law firm HPL, Yamanova and Pleska. Now, I'm Tim Elliott. We're on the 19th floor. We're distanced socially uh, in Jumeirah Lakes Towers at the firm's offices. The managing partner is Ludmilla Yamanova. And as ever, it's great to see you. Great to be here with you, Tim, again. Now, traditionally, this has been a kind of a hard topic to broach, so I'm just going to face this head on today. It's culturally sensitive, but it's nonetheless something that happens in life. And we're going to be talking about pregnancy out of wedlock today, Ludmilla. Um, now, towards the end of last year, we saw a whole host of reforms to the law. Um, rules regarding the consumption of alcohol, for example, uh, in the Emirates. Cohabitation of unmarried couples was another area that was revived and recently decriminalised. So I guess to start this podcast, it's probably worth briefly revisiting some of those changes in the law, first of all. Yes, so the changes are reflected in the amendments to the UE Penal Code, yeah. uh, which was amended, as you rightfully pointed out, at the end of last year, in particular in September of 2020. Uh, and uh, as you also rightfully pointed out, many of those amendments did take us by surprise. Yeah. Uh, now, they are they took us by surprise because um, the laws that, or the provisions that they had amended had been in the books for so long, uh, and we just didn't really think that they would be amended. But we're not surprised necessarily because those provisions were so strictly enforced here. And therefore, now there's going to be a massive uh, difference in sort of the practical difference in uh, our lifestyle here. So, in fact, I think the changes, while they were surprised, they really, uh, on the other hand, were not really surprising or should not have been surprising because all the UAE had done is kind of brought its laws uh, in uh, up to date with the practices and it had already kind of embraced by that time. Mm. Uh, so, for example, like you said, the cohabitation, I mean, let's face it, uh, cohabitation had existed in this country for decades and uh, and they were not, these cases were not actively persecuted uh, or penalized. Uh, every so often you would hear a case here and there, but they were really, they were a lot more complex than I think what the, perhaps the media would have uh, often, uh, how the media would have described them. Uh, so there was almost always something else attached to those cases that would make the headlines. But otherwise, the, the authorities here did not really... Uh, did not really make it their objective to uh, enforce those provisions in the law. That being said, the provisions remained, and therefore when the amendments came, uh, they were a surprise, but a huge relief to all those who have already obviously uh, made the UAE their home on the grounds that these kinds of provisions, even though they are in the law, they're not really being sort of strictly enforced. Uh, so cohabitation was one. Uh, the other one is uh, alcohol. Uh, pre previously, the criminal law, in fact, specifically stated that alcohol is illegal. Uh, that unless you're a Muslim and even uh, unless uh, the alcohol was illegal, unless you were non-Muslim. And even then, there were a number of regulations and licensing requirements attached to the ability to consume alcohol for non-Muslims. Yeah. Uh, but the law specifically stated uh Alcohol is illegal. Now that entire provision has been has been taken out of the uh, out of the books, and that's quite groundbreaking. Uh, similarly, the provision on the cohabitation uh, it's an article um, three fifty six uh, stated before that basically a lot of the 
issues perhaps related to cohabitation and out-of-wedlock relationships and such were often uh, uh, subject to that particular provision. That provision has also been changed. And so with that, uh, the the legal framework in the UAE has now been kind of brought up to date with uh, what had already been in existence in practice. I mean, in societal terms, these are major reforms here in the Emirates. And, you know, there are reverberations, I guess, across the uh, Arab world to some extent. Let's get on to today's topic. Um, now, previously, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll make a statement here. You can pull me up for uh, whatever I get wrong. Um, but engaging in a, a physically intimate relationship with someone not married to you was considered a criminal offence. So technically speaking... Being pregnant outside of wedlock wasn't a crime, but having the intimate relationship uh, was. Now, based on amendments to the law that we've seen, is that still the case? And was that is that the correct way to, to examine uh, the law previously? Yes, that would be the accurate way of uh, representing the law. And to, to paraphrase that, that you're absolutely right. There was never a law that said being pregnant out of wedlock is illegal. Okay. So, and this is very important to highlight because there was never a provision, a specific provision in the law uh, that referred to pregnancies out of wedlock. So, therefore, we didn't need a change in the law for that. Uh, now, there was a provision in the law uh, that, and that's Article 356, that um, uh, stated that any acts of indecency, even those with mutual consent, were criminal. Now, acts of indecency, obviously, this is a translation from Arabic, but uh, they refer to ultimately physical intimacy. Okay. Though the provision itself was um, as, as general as basically it sounds, acts of indecency, even with mutual consent, are, are illegal. But that is the provision that had previously been relied on for any kind of relationships outside of marriage, including uh, pregnancies out of wedlock. So it's that particular provision that was relied on. And therefore, if you, because it, it referred so clearly to basically out of wedlock. So anything that would have stemmed from not being married, including including living together and certainly getting pregnant, uh, was considered to be uh, an indecent behavior and therefore criminal. Uh, so, And that is the provision that has been changed. It's not the provision on pregnancy because it was never one to begin with. Is that that provision that stated that any acts of indecency, including with uh, consent, uh, were illegal. Now the current language in the law be, only criminalizes indecent acts that were done by coercion or of force. In other words... You know, uh, acts like rape, for example. So mm. only those kind of physical re uh, assaults ultimately are, are now criminalized, and that is because they are done without consent or performed without, without consent. Uh, so you can see, it's even though it's a fairly perhaps nuanced change of words, the, the, the effects of the changes are quite fundamental uh, and groundbreaking. So now, therefore, because uh, there is no longer... Physical intimacy with, um, even without consent, is no longer criminal. So, therefore, the implication is that at least anything that stems from out of wedlock relationship uh, should not have criminal implications either. Okay. Is there any legal precedent as yet? 
We have not seen any, and and that would be hopefully that's that's a good sign because for a legal precedent to exist, there would have to be a case filed. Now, for a case file to be filed and to actually progress through the court system to the point where we would actually see a precedent out of it, uh, there would have to be a legal basis that's stated and relied on in the case itself. So in this case, it would be, for example, well, there was an, uh, a crime committed on the basis of, let's say, article so-and-so in the law. Well, what article would that be? Since Article three previously drafted Article 356 is no longer effective, so the current Article 356 would not be of any assistance, for example, to uh, pregnancies out of wedlock because there's nothing in, in the law right now that uh, would uh, specifically criminalize or penalize um, that kind of act. Uh, so uh, we haven't seen much in the, the in the courts, and I would I would like to think that that's a, that's a positive development, and that's because if if a try somebody tried to bring a case like that now, it just simply would not have been act, or would not be acted on because there's no longer a legal basis for the authorities to act on. There's still something of a conundrum here, though. Back to the the original point: pregnancy out of uh, wedlock, cohabitation is. Okay, but no legal reforms being announced yet with respect to the legal status of a child born outside of uh, wedlock. I mean, if you want to register the birth of a baby, you need, as far as I'm aware, to still present a valid marriage certificate, don't you? And that's um, that's a good way to look at this um, or the issue of pregnancies out of wedlock and ultimately delivery of children for unmarried uh, by unmarried women. And that's because... Uh, similarly to uh, pregnancies out of wedlock, there was never a provision, specific provision or express provision in the law that criminalized or penalized uh, deliveries of children by unmarried women. So there's nothing in the law specifically that made that a crime, except that there are previously uh, drafted Article 356. Uh, so therefore, now that, but what made it, so you made it illegal or made the uh, made it impossible to deliver uh, a child for an unmarried woman here before was not so much the law, but the practice. And mm. it's because when you deliver a child in the UAE, you need to have a birth, you need to have a birth certificate issued by the UAE authorities. Now, for a birth certificate to be issued, it re- there was a requirement of presenting a marriage certificate. So therefore, and that it's really more that the practical framework or mechanism that um, was in place at the time, and uh, it remains to be seen whether that mechanism still in place today. Uh, but it was it's it was that plus the previous uh, Article three fifty six of the Penal Code that made it ultimately impossible, if you will, for unmarried women to uh, to deliver babies here. But in practical terms, even before the amendment in the law. Clinics, for example, were not precluded from seeing pregnant, unmarried pregnant women. And in other words, clinics were not, or were not required to have a copy of the marriage certificate in order for them to admit and then uh, supervise and see uh, unmarried pregnant women. 
so therefore you could, for example, even in the past, you could be pregnant and then and still um, have medical attention. Similarly, in the past, and this is again before the law was um, amended, if you had a medical emergency as a pregnant woman and you ended up in the hospital and you and perhaps the woman and her baby uh, had to be admitted to the hospital and, and, and be treated in the hospital for extended periods of time, for example, when you have a premature baby or some other complications to the mother or the child, and so even then, the hospitals would not deny treatment uh, and would seek and then would pro- would provide treatment and would uh, admit the patient uh, and would ultimately deliver the baby as well. Uh, so the treatment would not be denied. So and it was it's not that, that once you uh, you were admitted to the hospital and the hospital would ask you for a marriage certificate if you didn't have a marriage certificate they they would tra- transfer you to some sort of a medical facility in prison that wasn't ever the case mm. so but where the issue became is once the baby was delivered in the hospital and now the time was and it's the uh, the birth certificates are issued through the hospitals and for the hospital to issue a birth certificate then they that's when they required a marriage certificate and then if you could not present a marriage certificate or the equivalent or something, a replacement for it. So, for example, let's say, uh, let's say the father had uh, passed away before the marriage or something to that effect. Uh, or, so, or, or there was a divorce since then. So you could have either presented a marriage certificate, a divorce certificate, or some sort of death certificate. So if you didn't have uh, that, uh, that kind of a document at that time, then... It was deemed to be uh, to be a relationship or, or a child to have been uh, born out of wedlock, and and then under the previous provision, that was considered criminal. Do you see? So it really came in, but in practical terms, the issue uh, arose at the time of issuance of the birth certificate. Well, so now you take the same process. Uh, so once again, clinics are have always been seeing pregnant, unmarried pregnant women uh, throughout pregnancies. Uh, the hospitals would always accept them. But for at the uh, at the point of delivery and the issuance of the birth certificate, well, we don't know what happens now. What the sort of the practical uh, applications of this new law uh, have been or are as of now, because it's only been about three or four months since the law was introduced. Uh, but uh, the presumption is that it should just be a matter of time before the issue of the birth certificates uh, would also be ironed out along with this uh, with this law. Because now, if you do deliver, if a married woman delivers a baby in the hospital, it, she can't, at least in legal terms, cannot be accused of having uh, breached any laws, in particular criminal laws, because there's no law that we are aware of that you can breach, because the previously asserted law is no more. So therefore, if there is no criminal offense, then... Uh, the, presumably there shouldn't be much of an obstacle for the authorities to issue the birth certificate since there hasn't been a violation of the law. Uh, but this is more of a, a legal uh, and uh, uh, sort of cognitive or analytical extrapolation of uh, the amendments in the law than a practical, uh, practical, I guess, um, example of what is happening in today. Uh, so this is a presumption that this is how the law will be applied, and therefore the practices will uh, up, be updated along with it. Uh, but for now, we don't have a case study to confirm that this the law has already been applied this way, though from our discussions with the doctors and the hospitals, it seems that uh, the, the practices are softening and along with the new laws, and
and it's not unreasonable to expect that uh, the hospitals and the clinics will have updated their practices along the way in not too distant future. I mean, that's an interesting point because it certainly seems as though the the changes to some of the laws last year, uh, particularly for those of us who've lived in the UAE for some time, certainly kind of represent a softening in attitudes. Um, that's for sure. A lot happened and a lot happened fast. I mean, I remember you and your team here preparing to examine the changes and it was it was a huge job because there was a lot to do um i I guess times change the law has to play catch up uh from time to time well for sure because the practice had already changed even before the law was changed the practice and the lifestyle in this country had changed and kind of went above and beyond what was in the books and so now it's just the legislative instruments that are being updated uh, to bring them in line with uh, their already existing practices and uh Um, sort of lifestyles that were accepted already in this country, which, to be honest with you, is the case everywhere else in the world. The world kind of moves on and and things evolve and develop, and then laws usually (laughs) kind of always play catch-up. Tough question to finish, um, but we are in a logical light situation. It might only be possible to offer an anecdotal answer, but how, from a legal perspective... Would you phrase uh, how pregnancy outside of marriage is now viewed? Well, from I'll tell you from a legal perspective, uh, there is nothing in the law that should that would deem pregnancies outside of uh, wedlock criminal or against the law. Right. So, from a legal perspective, now from a practical standpoint, uh, it's I think even culturally and practically, pregnancies out of wedlock is not a new thing. <laughs> they do have been. Have been fairly common, and I think the societal perception and acceptance uh, of uh, of this concept uh, is a lot is a lot less strict or stringent as perhaps some may may think. Uh, so I think it's, uh, but it's still not a clear cut issue. That's why I don't want to. Uh, to to put sort of to introduce false hopes uh, mm. or be overly ambitious about what it means because I don't want to encourage anyone to do things uh, that ultimately might uh, prejudice them because the because there's always time that that needs to pass between the time the law is has been amended and the practices um, or and, and and the time when that law is applied. So I would say if you are thinking of getting <laughs> pregnant, then just let's wait a little. Longer longer until we actually have case studies and and concrete confirmations that if you were to deliver a baby in the UAE now out of wedlock that you would be issued a birth certificate uh, and uh, could live a normal life but uh, we certainly when those case studies become available we will most definitely cover them in another episode of logical I guess so. That's another logical light for today. Pregnancy outside of marriage here in the UAE. As always, the legal expert here on Logical Light, Ludmilla Yamalova, managing partner here at Yamalova and Plethka. Thank you once again. Tim, always a pleasure. Thank you. If you have a legal question you'd like answered in an episode of Logical or Logical Light, the quickie version, uh, or if you'd like a consultation with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, you can now WhatsApp us 0097152525 or head to lylawyers.com and click contact. Contact.